Part two of All These Things Added by James Allen. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Andrea Fiore. Part two The Heavenly Life, The Divine Center. The secret of life, of abundant life, with its strength, its felicity, and its unbroken peace, is to find the divine center within oneself, and to live in and from that instead of in that outer circumference of disturbances the clamors cravings and argumentations which make up the animal and intellectual man these selfish elements constitute the mere husks of life and must be thrown away by him who would penetrate to the central heart of things to life itself not to know that within you that is changeless and defiant of time and death is not to know anything but is to play vainly with the unsubstantial reflections in the mirror of time not to find within you those passionless principles which are not moved by the strifes and shows and vanities of the world is to find nothing but illusions which vanish as they are grasped he who resolves that he will not rest satisfied with appearances shadows illusions shall by the piercing light of that resolve disperse every fleeting fantasy and shall enter into the substance and reality of life he shall learn how to live and he shall live he shall be the slave of no passion the servant of no opinion the votary of no fond error finding the divine center within his heart he will be pure and calm and strong and wise and he will ceaselessly radiate the heavenly life in which he lives which is himself having betaken himself to the divine refuge within and remaining there a man is free from sin all his yesterdays are the tide washed in untrodden sands no sin shall rise up against him to torment and accuse him and destroy his sacred peace the fires of remorse cannot scorch him nor can the storms of regret devastate his dwelling place his tomorrows are as seeds which shall germinate, bursting into beauty and potency of life, and no doubt shall shake his trust, no uncertainty rob him of repose. The present is his, only in the immortal present does he live, and it is as the eternal vault of blue above which looks down silently and calmly, yet radiant with purity and light, upon the upturned and tear-stained faces of the centuries men love their destinies for gratification seems sweet to them but its end is pain and vacuity they love the argumentations of the intellect for egotism seems most desirable to them but the fruits thereof are humiliation and sorrow when the soul has reached the end of gratification and reaped the bitter fruits of egotism it is ready to receive the divine wisdom and to enter into the divine life only the crucified can be transfigured only by the death of self can the lord of the heart rise again into the immortal life and stand radiant upon the olivet of wisdom thou hast thy trials every outward trial is the result of an inward imperfection thou shalt grow wise by knowing this and shalt thereby transmute trial into active joy finding the kingdom where trial cannot come when wilt thou learn thy lessons o child of earth 
all thy sorrows cry out against thee every pain is thy just accuser and thy griefs are but the shadows of thy unworthy and perishable self the kingdom of heaven is thine how long wilt thou reject it preferring the lurid atmosphere of hell the hell of thy self-seeking soul where self is not there is the garden of the heavenly life and there spring the healing streams quenching all thirst there bloom the immortal flowers carpeting all the way with joy there throng swiftest and sweetest hours the redeemed sons of god the glorified in body and spirit are bought with a price and that price is the crucifixion of the personality the death of self and having put away that within which is the source of all discord they have found the universal music the abiding joy life is more than motion it is music more than rest it is peace more than work it is duty more than labor it is love more than enjoyment it is blessedness more than acquiring money and position and reputation it is knowledge purpose strong and high resolve let the impure turn to purity and they shall be pure let the weak resort to strength and they shall be strong let the ignorant fly to knowledge and they shall be wise all things are man's and he chooses that which he will have today he chooses in ignorance tomorrow he shall choose in wisdom he shall work out his own salvation whether he believe it or not for he cannot escape himself nor transfer to another the eternal responsibility of his own soul by no theological subterfuge shall he trick the law of his being which shall shatter all his selfish makeshifts and excuses for right thinking and right doing nor shall god do for him that which it is destined his soul shall accomplish for itself what would you say of a man who wanting to possess a mansion in which to dwell peacefully purchased the site and then knelt down and asked god to build the house for him would you not say that such a man was foolish and of another man who having purchased the land set the architects and builders and carpenters at work to erect the edifice would you not say that he was wise and as it is in the building of a material house even so it is in the building of a spiritual mansion brick by brick pure thought upon pure thought good deed upon good deed must the habitation of a blameless life rise from its sure foundation until it at last stands out in all the majesty of its faultless proportions not by caprice nor gift nor favor does a man obtain the spiritual realities but by diligence watchfulness energy and effort strong is the soul and wise and beautiful the seeds of godlike power are in us still gods we are bards saints heroes if we will the spiritual heart of man is the heart of the universe and finding that heart man finds strength to accomplish all things he finds there also the wisdom to see things as they are he finds there the peace that is divine at the center of man's being is the music which orders the stars the eternal harmony he who would find blessedness let him find himself 
let him abandon every discordant desire every inharmonious thought every unlovely habit indeed and he will find that grace and beauty and harmony which form the indestructible essence of his own being men fly from creed to creed and find unrest they travel in many lands and discover disappointment they build themselves beautiful mansions and plant pleasant gardens and reap ennui and discomfort not until a man falls back upon the truth within himself does he find rest and satisfaction not until he builds the inward mansion of faultless conduct does he find the endless and incorruptible joy and having obtained that he will infuse into it all his outward doings and possessions if a man would have peace let him exercise the spirit of peace if he would find love let him dwell in the spirit of love if he would escape suffering let him cease to inflict it if he would do noble things for humanity let him cease to do ignoble things for himself if he will but quarry the mine of his own soul he shall find there all the materials for building whatsoever he will and he shall find there also the central rock on which to build in safety howsoever a man works to right the world it will never be righted until he has put himself right this may be written upon the heart as a mathematical axiom it is not enough to preach purity men must cease from lust to exhort love they must abandon hatred to extol self-sacrifice they must yield up self to adorn with mere words the perfect life they must be perfect when a man can no longer carry the weight of his many sins let him fly to the christ whose throne is the center of his own heart and he shall become light-hearted entering the glad company of the immortals when he can no longer bear the burden of his accumulated learning let a man leave his books his science his philosophy and come back to himself and he shall find within that which he outwardly sought and found not his own divinity he ceases to argue about god who has found god within relying upon that calm strength which is not the strength of self he lives god manifesting in his daily life the highest goodness which is eternal life end of part two the heavenly life the divine center Recording by Andrea Fiore